It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Record today on C103. Call Patricia with your comment. 1850-333-103. Now, our citizens' information slot this month is on employment issues. And joining me is Sylvia Adamska, who's Information Officer with South Munster Citizens' Information Service, which is based in Bantry. Good morning to you, Sylvia. A very good morning to you, Patricia. And you are welcome. We're going to discuss employment uh, issues today. Now, currently, various services are opening up more to the public. Is there any change in the situation in relation to your own local citizens' information offices? Because I know most of your work has been done over the phone or online. Well, yeah, we're still providing our service mainly by phone and email, but we also see people by appointments in some offices which have been kitted with the PPE. We usually arrange appointments in situations where it's just not possible to help people over the phone. The best thing really is to ring us and we will talk through the query uh, and the best way we can respond to it because just some issues are best dealt with face-to-face. And in those circumstances, we definitely will arrange an appointment for Okay, but the walk-ins are still not available yet. No, unfortunately not That day will come back. It will will come back. Now, it is that time of year when people are planning holidays. Many people were temporarily laid off, obviously, during uh, lockdowns. Will this affect their annual leave entitlement? Uh, Yes, it would. Uh, Any period of time that people spend on layoff, not necessarily uh, a layoff because of pandemic, any layoff at all, uh, will affect the accrual of annual leave, which really is accrued only during the time that you're actually working or uh, taking uh, leave like maternity leave, for example. So let's say somebody was laid off for six months in 2020. This person will only have half of the normal annual leave entitlement for that year. So usually if they get four weeks for that year, they will only get two weeks. And is it the same in relation to public holiday entitlements? Do people just lose their public holidays that if, if it fell during lockdown? I mean, we've got a bank holiday weekend coming up now in August, for example. No, no, not necessarily. It's slightly different with public holidays. So, for example, if you laid off, uh, the first 13 weeks still cover you for the public holiday. So, for example, let's say somebody was laid off from the beginning of January until the end of May they still would accrue the public holiday for New Year's Day and St. Patrick's Day, but then they will lose the Easter Monday and the May Bank holiday. So first 13 weeks are covered. Okay, and just one final one on uh, annual leave. We know, unfortunately, a number of people have been out sick because of the pandemic, including people uh, get, getting COVID. How, are, how is your annual leave affected there? 
Well, the short answer is you do accrue annual leave if you're on a certified sick leave. Uh, and a very simplistic answer, very simplistic, is that you accrue it for the first 15 months of your illness. However, I would suggest to contact us and discuss it a little bit further because it may uh, get complicated, especially if the sick leave uh, spans over uh, two kind of sick leave years, uh, which normally by legislation is from the 1st of April until the 31st of May. But we can we can go through that with, with you if you have a if you yeah. have a question. And, un- and unfortunately, we have had people and heard of people with long COVID who've been suffering for, mm. for many, many months, uh, unfortunately. Yeah. OK, um, somebody's asking about um, pay, a pay slip for June and the payment for the June bank holiday is missing. Could that be correct? Oh, it could, but it all depends in the, uh, on the circumstances of a person. So, for example, if the person is in full-time employment, no, they should be entitled to that payment uh, if they're working. But if somebody is in part-time employment, they would need to work 40 hours in the five weeks leading to the bank holiday. So again, I would recommend to contact us and we'll explore it further and give the correct information. And go through the hours. Many people yeah. have returned back to work now, for some for the first time this year. Is there anything in relation to their taxes, Sylvia, that they need to be aware of? Yes, there is. Uh, because at the start of 2021, revenue by default uh, made an assumption that everybody who is claiming COVID at that moment from social welfare would remain of the COVID payment for the whole year. Well, thankfully, this is not the case. For, for many, many people. Uh, uh, and when the COVID uh, is stopping with social welfare and the person is returning to work, uh, the employer gives that information to revenue. It's kind of automatic now and the revenue will, will uh, send amended tax credit certificate to people so they can be taxed correctly. However, it is still a very good idea to keep an eye if there's nothing unusual on the payslip, if, if things were done correctly, and maybe just contact us so we can have a look together uh, and advise on next steps if indeed something is incorrect on the payslip. Yeah, to make sure that you're, you're yeah. not paying too much, or that you're, <laughs> but also that you're paying enough. Now, unfortunately, um, Ireland may expect redundancies uh, coming up in the near future. Mm-hmm. Does COVID affect that in any way? Uh, it does. For example, uh, if people were laid off and claiming COVID, uh, the time spent on the layoff doesn't break the continuity of service, which is a good thing, but it will affect the redundancy lump sum calculation. But again, our staff, uh, we all trained on this topic and we can help with the redundancy calculation if somebody is in th- those circumstances. So, so just contact us and we will, we will uh, go through that with, with and, you. And is it always the case that if the employee was laid off temporarily, he or she had a choice to opt for a redundancy payment or look for something else? Is that still the case? Well, the law on claiming redundancy is suspended uh, for this emergency period and that will last until the end of September. So uh, at the moment, anyway, no employee can request a redundancy payment from the employer if they were laid off or put on the short-term working hours. Well, not until September, anyway. That That will change then. And then, Sylvia, talk to me about the minimum wage, uh, because that changed this year, didn't it? Yeah, it did in January, indeed, yes. Uh, Now it is €10.20 per hour for an experienced adult worker, which really means that the person over 20 years old is entitled to €10.20. It is lower for those under 20. 
So the lowest rate of pay uh, covered in legislation is seven euro and fourteen cent, and this is for people who are under eighteen years old. Um, there probably will be many young people looking for summer jobs now these months, so they should remember that this is the least they need to be paid per hour, seven fourteen. Okay, and there and there's certainly this year a lot of young people have started work for the first time. We've only been discussing it, particularly in the hospitality uh, yeah. sector. Now, is there any issues that young people starting employment need to bear in mind? Uh, yes, uh, for example, the working week is completely different for young employers, uh, employees. Um, children that are aged 14 and over may do work during the school holidays, uh, but the hours uh, cannot exceed seven in any day or 35 in any week. Uh, it's slightly different for children uh, aged 15. They may do eight hours uh, light work uh, even during the school term time. Uh, maximum working week for children over 15 would be 35 hours a week uh, or uh, 40 hours if they are in approved work experience. Uh, the maximum working week for young people aged 16 and 17 is 40 hours with the maximum of eight hours a day. There's also some difference in the hours of work because in general terms, young people aged 16 and 17 wouldn't be allowed to work before 6 a.m. in the morning and after 10 p.m. at night. So it's important to know it in the hospitality sector especially. Mm. And employers may not require children 14 and 15, so the youngest ones, to work before 8 a.m. and after 8 p.m. So that's important to remember. Yeah, particularly in in hospitality. Many hospitality places have have reopened. We're still waiting waiting for indoor dining. There's a question from a listener in relation to tips. Is there a law on how to deal with tips and who gets what? No, there isn't. So if you're working in a workplace where the tips are given by the customers, there's nothing in law stating if you're automatically entitled to those tips. Um, On the other hand, the law doesn't require you to give them back to the employer either. So it all depends really on custom and practice on the workplace. Um, Sometimes all tips are being collected by management and paid to staff through the payroll. But you have to remember in those circumstances that will be taxed in a normal way. Okay. Are employees entitled to sick pay from their employer? Um, No, not at present. Payment for sick leave is fully regulated by employment contracts and there is no legal obligation to be paid for sick days. However, the change is coming. The government is really committed to introduce the statutory sick pay, but it will be coming in a phased basis. It will be starting from three days paid sick leave in 2022, but that still requires legislation to pass. But at the moment, uh, if you're out sick, uh, you're not necessarily entitled to be paid unless uh, it's guaranteed in your contract. number of listeners have asked us this. Uh, they're, they're going for their vaccination. Are they entitled to paid time off to attend a vaccination clinic? No, not by law. However, there was a strong message from the government they encouraging employers uh, to facilitate those appointments and grant paid leave to attend them, to travel to them and attend them. And many do, to be fair. We hear that from people, but it is not legal requirement still to get uh, that, that leave paid. And problems do arise and some employees may feel badly treated. What redress is there for people in situations like that, Sylvia? Well, if that happens, it is really a, a big problem because work is such a big part of our lives. Um, uh, 
if if you have problems with the um, with the employer in employment situation, you can always make a complaint to the Workplace Relations Commission. Uh, however, uh, it needs to be remembered that there's very strict timelines uh, about making those complaints. And again, it would be important that somebody contacts us if they have any problems at work, uh, because we do uh, we do advocacy service as well. We okay. provide advocacy service, and we would be able to help in making those complaints and also represent people at the hearings. Okay, well you're a mine of information, we're over on time. Just very (laughs) briefly, if people want to find out more because it's such a complicated area, uh, how can Citizens Information be contacted? Well, they can always look at our website, citizensinformation.ie. However, I would definitely recommend to ring us and we will talk through the issue uh, with with anybody and about the situation. We'll put people in the right direction. They can contact Malo on 0761078000 or contact Bantry, where I am based, and they can always call me on 0761078000. 8390 and we definitely will do our best to help. You're, you're a walking information machine <laughs> Sylvia, enjoy that thank you for that and we'll talk again, thanks for joining thanks, us. Thanks Patricia, good thank morning. you very much. Have a good day, bye bye, that is uh, Sylvia Adamsky, Information Officer, Citizen Information in uh, Bantry. Even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.